0: Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show, where it's our go to help you learn, grow, and transform into the person you want to become. Today, it's book review time. We're yeah. doing Radical Acceptance by Tara Brock, Embracing Your Life with the Heart of a Buddha. Uh, it's not really religious, but I mean, that's the framework she uses and comes from, uh, yeah. where she lives in. It is kind of spiritual, in my opinion. It, it, it is, but I even though it comes from this Buddha thing, I I don't feel like it's a religious thing. She's not pushing it. It's just what she uses the framework or whatever. But I really, I really enjoy this book. This came as a recommendation from Tim Ferriss. Um, He's really, um, he really likes her and, and and her work. Um, I guess one of the most popular things she does is loving kindness meditation. Uh, So, that is a lot of things you'll hear people reference kind of her or, or that or whatever. I'll link to that for you guys, some things that she has out there for that. But um, and I think she's, I'm sorry. She is, um, is a leading Western teacher of Buddhist meditation, emotional healing and spiritual awakening. She's practiced and taught meditation for over 35 years with an emphasis on Vipassana uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. And that's really the, like I said, the world she kind of lives in. She talks about her, uh, her early experiences in that and it's funny the one thing that stuck out to me in that was when she was living in that in that lifestyle in that thing and she was kind of over it and then the the guy there the person there the head guy there was like all right beat it then don't ever come back and i was like i thought that was really strange like
1: yeah i thought it's you're like, supposed to
0: be like this enlightened person it's like fine beat it you want to be part of our, our little our little thing go go away i was like wow that's interesting
1: i mean i guess it just kind of shows that we're all human right i mean yeah. like we're you know, whoever's on that path, I don't really know much about Buddhism, but I mean if you're on your path to enlightenment, like mm-hmm. you know, we are flawed as humans. And I guess that's kind of a good thing that goes with this book too. I mean, even as she's talking in her book, like she'll admit she's messing up and doing all that kind of stuff. So I don't yeah, it's know. Nice to hear. It's nice to hear that that
0: perspective. Like, um, like we were talking offline earlier, you know, somebody said that to me and it's like, you know, you do and talk about these things, but well, why aren't you doing it? I was like, I'm not perfect, like. I get caught sometimes like I'm not like I've old habits or whatever things come up or whatever things bother me. Like, you know, and, and, I, and I want to let everybody know and I kind of maybe emphasize that a little bit more like that's part of life. Like, let's like, don't get down on yourself and don't look down on somebody else or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we all make mistakes. As long as you're trying or you're moving in the right direction, I think that's, that's the, the goal the plan. It's about the journey. It's about going through it. Not necessarily about the
1: destination. Yeah, no, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't remember where I read it. I mean, it was a YouTube video or something like that, but it was about this story and this guy like went on all these things and like, he's like, Oh, I'm finally going to get to the destination. am finally going to get to that destination. And then like when he actually hit the destination, he's like, you know, now that I'm here, this is the only thing I really have with me is how I got here. I was like, it's kind of interesting. But, yeah, uh, that, is, that is interesting.
0: <laughs> what what were some of your takeaways good bad highlights from this book like what were you like I, I know I think I once again push this onto to you
1: <laughs> uh, yeah but this is one of those um, books that I rather enjoyed I guess um, I, I'm not sure Tara you, you got to pick somebody else to read your books I and mean, I'm sure that was the impression but like listening to this at like one speed this just like sometimes you just like kind of nod off or like kind of go into other things that it's I I mean the person's voice is very relaxing and very calm and um I guess that's the the light of it but I I don't really know much about Buddhism so like when you said earlier like this isn't a religious book I was like I think I kind of learned a little bit about Buddhism yeah maybe a lot about Buddhism like this is kind of like my first experience with that kind of stuff I've done like like we we did like yoga Pilates, like on a DVD yeah, or something. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Aside from that, I, I don't really go to yoga. I don't practice Buddhism, but she's got a lot of stories, I guess, of, you know, Buddha underneath the Bodhi tree and all this kind of stuff. And, um, so it was different for me in that aspect, but, I guess the things that she's teaching and the things that she's saying in my life or my experience are not anything new. Mm -hmm. Um, But the new thing for me about this is the way that it's explained. Like, I guess Buddhism, again, I don't know anything about Buddhism, but my impression of Buddhism from reading this book is like, it's very um, self-centered and not the way that you think, but like it revolves around yourself Mm -hmm. and, what you've experienced and how you come into contact with that. So there's a lot of good things. And I guess we'll go through our sections of the book that I thought, um, were really good ways of explaining things, um, you know, that other religions get from Christianity or that people get from psychology. Like she does, she does a really good way of mixing her tales with Buddhism and then applying it to her practice, um, and, and going through some of the stories. So I, I rather enjoyed it that way. Yeah,
0: I, I think what I was trying to say with the, I, I don't feel like the religious undertones of this book will conflict with any religion that you do practice. Is, no, I think mean, that's where I was trying to go with. Definitely. But um, no. that, that's, I, I'm not very religious. So I, that's my interpretation of it. It's not <laughs> forcing this upon you or trying to, uh, Pick apart or, or 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 contradict anything that you already may do, believe, or whatever. This is just and a lot of things. You know, like you're saying, the sentiment is the same throughout different religions, different things. Things that a lot of things reminded me of
1: stuff Jocko says, like you know, in dichotomy yeah. of leadership and stuff that and that stuff. there's stuff that a lot of people say, but right. again, this is another way of explaining it that mm-hmm. I've never heard before. Yes, it's like I've never heard it explained this way before, which is which is really cool, and I think. A lot of people, you know, especially if you're in those meditation circles, yoga circles, Buddhism circles, like this book will probably go really well with you. But mm-hmm. if you're not in those circles, I definitely say pick it up because it brings like a new, I guess, a new tool to, to, to your tool belt, right? A new lens at which you can look at the world and be like, you know, I never really thought of the situation like that before. So, but anyway, that's what I, yeah, that's what yeah. I took away from it. So.
0: And that's mm-hmm. the thing that when I was reading this, so I, 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 what I was thinking about was, I feel like you can just pick this book up and and uh, look at the chapter list and kind of just go right there and whatever you're struggling with or whatever you're looking to improve or whatever, you can just go right there. I mean, you're going to miss a little bit of context, but it's, I don't think it's a lot, but you could just pick out one or two things you're, you're working on or struggling with or whatever and kind of go right there and get, 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 get the story. And then there's this meditations at the end of every chapter. I really like yeah. that, things to think about. Yeah kind of work you through this. I really enjoyed that. And it's like, everybody's going to get something completely different from this book based on either what you're going through or the things you've been through in your life. And I think like we were, we're, when we were going through, you know, setting this episode up, you know, what I got and what ransom got were
1: completely different things from this book. And it's, it's, I didn't even know where to start with this book. I'm like, it's hard. Yeah. Right. This is like a really hard book to review, but uh, I don't know. And that's
0: what we kind of came to the decision or, or, or the consensus was it's hard because my life, my experiences, the things I've been through and going through aren't the same as ransom. So he took away something completely different than I took away from this. The lessons talked to us or didn't in, in different in different in a different way or different parts. I mean, we I think we only agreed on like one chapter. We both were like, Yeah, that chapter we gotta talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the rest is kinda like, ah, oh, it's like his and hers. Um right. but anyway, in any case in any story, there are a lot of I guess characters, quote unquote, right? The names and faces have been changed to protect the right. innocent. Um, but it's interesting to see how Tara talks to each an individual case. And, you know, so you get to meet a bunch of different characters who are going through a bunch of different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's at least one or two, if not more stories that anyone in the world, if you pick this book up, you can relate to the characters in this book. And if you can't relate to them, you know, when you hear their story the first time, as the story continues, you know, as she goes through the book even further, she'll talk back and revisit with these characters and you can see how both Tara has grown and how, you know, the character has grown and now they're, you know, going on to the next stage and it's it's really interesting. I don't know, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's, I, like I said, it's a good book. Um, Anything else to
1: highlight before we start and jump into some of our favorite sections? No, did can just go. What did, what did you like about it, man? What are some of your favorite sections?
0: Uh, I think my, I had, I had really four favorite. I think there's 12 or something like that in here, or whatever, yeah. something like that.
1: Whatever. It's not. Yeah. Like-
0: but I guess right off the top uh, awakening from the trance. I that was really good. It had, that. it kind of reminded me of like, uh, like Jocko's like rules and stuff and, and different things. It really, a lot of these things just kind of brought me back to like, to, to, uh, extreme ownership or
1: dichotomy of leadership. So it's kind of interesting. Nice. Yeah, again, and and like this trans thing, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, I mean, awakening from it. But this was kind of like something that I just never heard of it explained this way. And like the way Tara explains it, like the trans of unworthiness, like that's what it is. You're caught in this trance. You're like, you're just like, oh, the light. It's so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> like you're just like dazed out. Like. Right. And you kind of get stuck in this like bemuddled state of unworthiness or feeling unworthy. And just like, I was like, wow, I've never heard it explained that way yet. I see a lot of people go through it. I myself go through it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I don't know. Again, it's just like, oh. it's like <laughs> mind blowing. Like it's like, wait, yeah. what, what did she just say? I was yeah. like actually a really accurate way to explain it. And you know, like you're saying, awakening from it is so hard because that's your default mode, right? Like you're saying, like Jocko Willing, like your default mode is just, oh, let's just get in the trans and like, oh, like, it's like you got to break that. I don't know. Yeah, it's so easy. I mean,
0: we've talked about this episode many times and maybe even heard from many people. We're we're creatures of habit. You know, 99% of our behavior is habitual. You just, you get up on the side of the bed, you get up, you put your pants the way on, you brush your teeth, you go about your day in the same ways and they become habits. And, you know, however you pick them or how they're picked for you, most times it's just the way it stays with you for your life. We never think about it. We never think about changing it. Changing it is hard. Like, there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah. And then, and, and then, Real quick, I just want to highlight the things that I like and that really of this chapter about to me. It's like what radical acceptance is not. And she really just lays out these things like these kind of excuses or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Um, it's not resignation. It's, it does not mean defining others by our limitations. It is not an excuse for withdrawal. It is not self-delusion. Uh, it's not uh, not not to make us passive. It doesn't mean accepting a self and it's like these these fun little things that like when you read through each of those things it's like it's like the outs that she must have found people are like like i'm sure this is, it reminds me of the same questions jocko gets like yeah i'm taking extreme ownership here but you know and it's like that's that's the thing she found too is like to take a radical acceptance like yeah but like these
1: are the things and like those are the objectives that people give her you know um, yeah and i guess she's kind of got through that as she talks about students Um, I guess we never really talked about what radical acceptance really is. That's the name of the book. But um, for those of you that don't know, um, radical acceptance is kind of just basically accepting whatever's happening in the present right now for what it is. And And that's it. Just what it is. You know, not what you fear it to be, right? Like we're talking about the transes, right? The trans of fear, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm fearing this from happening. Like not what you actually fear, but what is actually going on. Same thing with the trans of unworthiness. Like Mm -hmm. it's not that you're unworthy at this time. It's just that this is a trance that you're going through. Mm -hmm. What you're happening is what's happening to you right now. um, The ability to accept that as difficult as that may be. Mm -hmm. um, And that's kind of what the book kind of, goes upon. I don't know. Sorry, Tyson jumped ahead. I was just like, oh, he's talking about what it's no. not. Maybe no, 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 no. no. About, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. About what it is. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, you know, she even goes further to say, like, radical acceptance is not just accepting, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen to me, so I shouldn't do anything. I shouldn't try. Like That's not the idea behind it. The idea is to actually accept what's going on and to face it, you know, maybe not in a confrontational way, but to sit there, accept it, Face it, realize what's going on, and that's that's a big part of the book. So
0: yeah, it's that you know you you, you have a choice to to do something or not do something. You have you know whether however you got to that situation, you can get out of it. You can stop. You can do whatever, and it's accepting that responsibility, taking like. You know, I, I don't know why I'm going to, I'm going to probably keep going back to Jocko or whatever. This, <laughs> yeah. this is like the spiritual side of extreme ownership. It's like accepting that. Like this is, this is in my control or it's not like, you know, you've got to understand that. Accept what's going on. You know, something yeah. bad or tragic happened to you in your life or whatever. It happened it, and, and accepting that. And what can I do about it? What is, what is in my control? What is not in my control? I can't go backwards. I can't stop what had happened, but I can move forward and I can not let this continue to dictate my life run my life whatever it is you know that's going on
1: yeah
0: and then and then i another another thing i really like was uh the the acceptance of desire like that was a really interesting (laughs) really interesting chapter and and that's one that resonated with me for whatever reason i'm sure if i thought about it long and hard and and i could figure it out you know um but it, it, was, it was funny that, you know, that she goes through a lot of like kind of details and the thinking and the different things behind it. And then my, my favorite part of that was was this lady. She was um she overate and she she overate for various reasons. And it was mainly, you know, a way of coping and way of kind of going through this. And she'd gone through, you know, all these different programs and different things. And. And every time something stressful came up or something, you know, whatever it was, you know, she was scared of something or or something, she she would turn to to eating and she'd, you know, go go to that. And then there's some, you know, I know there's some good science in there um, about <laughs> that, you know, why um, why we why we do that. She doesn't really talk about that. She talks about it from the thing of of kind of pausing and saying, What's going on here? Why do I want a bowl of ice cream? What's happening? Giving yourself a second, you know, and and, you know, kind of accepting yourself and accepting, you know, this is something I struggle with right now, but I'm going to move through this. I'm going to get past this. I'm going to find out what's happening. And I'm going to stop it. And it was really a really fun, you know, and t- towards the end of the story, the lady was, you know, she was stressing out about a promotion she was going to get. And she's sitting there and she's ready for the next bowl of cereal at whatever midnight. And she's like, wait, she's like, whoa, I finally stopped myself. and I took a second to <laughs> and I was like, damn, there it is. Like, that's what's up. Like, it was it was awesome. Like story. I don't know. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like that part of the story, too. Um, I I think I kind of remember the meditation for some reason of that story. That's what kind of stuck out at me because I was kind of a little bit annoyed about it. But again, I'm, I'm not in those yoga meditation circles. But yeah. I, I, from what I remember of the meditation, don't quote me on this, but uh, basically it's like two people sit there and it's like, you know, what is it that you really desire? And then like one person asks and the other person responds, right? Like mm-hmm. I guess for this lady it would have been like ice cream, right? And then like the person who asks the question is like, thank you. And it's just yeah. like and then you, like repeat the process. It's like well, what is it that you really desire? <laughs> and you're like, Pizza. Thank <laughs> you. No, like I mean that's not the you know the story, but it's just as an example. But you know, the acceptance of desires is kind of, you know, in, again. I don't know these circles so to me this is just a different way of explaining it but this is kind of the way to get to the heart of the matter you know for the lady in the story it's like she didn't really want food you know it's like she didn't really want ice cream or whatever what she's eating like she wanted to get out of the trance right she wanted to not feel that fear she wanted to not feel you know that unworthiness, you know what I mean? Like, so all these things that we do, like there's usually an underlying cause, right? Like what's, what's in it. And like, if you can, you know, just imagine yourself already eating that ice cream, then it's like, now what do you want? And it's like, oh, now I want pizza. It's like, okay. So you go through all the food and after you, you know, imagine yourself consuming it, then it's like, okay, you know, I want something else now. And like, you know, you can just kind of, if you figure out what it is, behind what you really want, then I think that's kind of the, to me, that was the moral of, the, of that story. But anyway, that's what I took away from it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: I, I got introduced to, maybe, I don't know, somewhere between three to six months ago was this, you know, it was around this topic. And I think that's why it stuck out to me. Um, I think it's something I still struggle with. I like I like new things. I like shiny things. I like electronic stuff. I like gadgets. Like that's mm-hmm. that's fun to me. And we, But we all know... What that's like? It, it, it's fun. It's great. Week, two weeks, and then it's sitting on a shelf. It's buried somewhere, and you never touch it again. So something I wanted to stop doing. That. I was like, I got all these things, these little gadget things, whatever, piling up around the house, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just kind of. T- I was like, I'm, I was tired of it. I was, you know, I'm tired of getting new cell phones all the time. I'm tired, just kind of tired of all this stuff. So, uh, I, a thing I came across and it has been real fun, and I've been trying to do this with my kids as well. Was, you know, put it in your Amazon shopping cart or whatever. Put it on your list. And come back to it in 30 days. If you look at that, if you look at your Amazon shopping cart and say, you know, I do, I do want that. Go ahead. Click that buy button and it's all yours. But what happens a lot and what's happening with me is I look at that and I go, now I'm good. And I just delete it. You know, I take it off my list or whatever it is. And it's just like, it's been eye opening. It's been fun. Like all these things that you want in the moment, you're just obsessing about it, you're thinking about it, you're like looking for the deals and then (laughs) give yourself that 30 days to say, all right, got it, put it in the cart, whatever it is, put it on my list. I'm going to come back to this in 30 days. Most times it's done. Like you, you, you didn't even really want it. It was cool. It was fun in the moment and I have something that helped reaffirm that thought with me.
1: Yeah. in this chapter. And I, and I guess for me, I guess a big part of this book, one of my favorite chapters of the book is about that. Cause she talks about this thing called the pause, right? And that's exactly what it is. You know, and again, I've heard it from all kinds of things. Like Tony Robbins talks about interrupting the pattern she talks about it here as you know, doing the pause, right? Jocko talked about it as making your assessment, like mm-hmm. taking a step back, right? Like, what is it, What do you call it? Decentralized command or right. detaching? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you take a detachment, but but that's just it. You take a second to pause to kind of figure out like what's actually going on, like because you know we all have that innermost you know instinctual desire to be like, bam, I want that. And then like, but, you know, she does a really good thing about in the, in her chapters about talking about the pause and like, it's just so important Like, mm-hmm. if you want to get out of the trance, right. Like she talks about, or you want to stop doing these things, like you have to be able to take a step back or at least pause. Um, and she does it, you know, it's kind of like a recurring thing throughout the book. She, especially when she talks about it, you know, when she went to go into um, with her son, like, she's, like, talking about, you know, how she had a hard time getting her son to do certain things. And then, like, he's in there playing video games. And, like, she just wants to, like, bash the door in and, like, get in there and be like, hey, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, and she also talks about it with her husband and things like that. It's like, you know, when, when you actually stop what you're doing and you don't repeat the same pattern, like, you know, some, eventually somebody's going to notice it. You know, and it's like, it's not only, you know, especially when it's two different people, it's like Tyson and I going at it. Like if we just don't jump at each other's throats right away Mm -hmm. and we actually pause and it's like, Oh, okay. You know, then it's just kind of, you know, it gives you a chance to see what's going on. And it, and when it's two people involved, it gives the other person a chance to be like, Hey, you know, Ransom's not just going off with his witty remarks right now. Like, Hmm. Like he actually might be trying to tell me something. So I don't know. It kind of works both ways. Um, one, it allows you to figure out what's going on. But two, it allows the other person or other things involved. Like when you pause, now the other person has to do something. Right. It's mm-hmm. like now you're putting the ball in their court. So I don't know. Um, but I, I like that chapter. That was one of my favorite chapters. Bump the boss. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That, that's a that's a good and there's a lot to that when you're angry,
0: when, when, you know, a lot of things are going on, like that's a good thing, especially, you know, we get these, you know, email or text messages, hard to see or tell the tone and you might read it and you just get pissed off and like, Oh, I got you. And you just start typing something in the back. Like giving yourself that time to, to, okay, like, yeah. let me step away. You let me you
1: can type it out. Just don't hit yeah, send.
0: Don't hit send. Right, 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 right. right. Or like, I um, I know in Gmail and I think some other things you, you, you can hit send and then there's like a, a time delay where you have a chance to unsend it you know yeah. so maybe something me. like that you might want to turn on just in case you're like whoa as soon as i hit send like i felt a whole different feeling about why i, sh- I should not have said that and you <laughs> give yourself the chance to undo it i have
1: mindset at the max i forget what the max yeah. is a few minutes yeah, maybe. That, that, I don't know. that reminds me though actually there was there was a college professor we actually ended up being really good friends but there was a college professor that when i went into his class like, i was like oh this guy like it's just like <laughs> explaining all these things like he's got all these rules like you can't cheat on his test you can't even go to the bathroom during his test Mm -hmm. blah 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 and like his study guide and i was just like all right whatever and then like so i studied my butt off like i was like this test is going to be hard so i studied like my butt off and i was like okay i studied everything on this guide you know um i was like i got this this test is gonna be a hole in the bag because like i spent like tons of time on it so the first test i took like I was like, damn, I was like, I studied my butt off for this test. And like, I, I mean, I got an A, don't get me wrong, but I barely got an A on that test, barely got an A. And like, it was hard, like answering questions. And I was like, I was like, damn. So like the next day I came to class and I was just like upset. I was like, I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to pass this class. Like there's, just, I mean, with an A, cause I had to get an A. And then like, you know, he's like, uh, and he sensed it in me. He's like, oh, you know, is there, you know, He asked me questions in the class and I just wouldn't respond. And then like halfway through the class, he's kind of just like started urging me. He's like, well, what do you think, Ransom? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know, professor, I don't really think you want to know what I think right now. Like I just <laughs> told him that. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, well, what are you I was like, he's trying to do it in front of the class. I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, why don't we just finish the lecture? Don't talk to me. If you want to talk to me? We can talk after class. And like at that moment, dude, I wanted to freaking like lay into him, dude. Like, fuck like, I was like, but for some reason within me, like I paused and I held it. I wrote down what I was going to say to him during the rest of the class. And like at the end of class, when I went to go see him, like I looked at what I wrote on that paper. Was like crumpled that thing up and like <laughs> turn it away. Like, I don't need to say those things to him. Right. But uh, anyway,
0: so. no, but that's. It's so easy to do, 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 do the first thing and and just lay into him. You want to know what I think, motherfucker? I got you here. Let me tell you right yeah. now. I was like, yes. It's
1: it's I studied. The guys you have are crap. Like, I don't know. But uh, we ended up actually being pretty good friends after that moment. But um, it was a rough start, and it just, it just took that. Like, it took the pause. Like, if I didn't pause, like, I may have quit that class. I may have told him. I might have got mm-hmm. suspended from school. I don't know things I wrote on that paper. I was like, God damn yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's a I mean that's a that's a, a key
0: lesson there that's the that's the thing those are the moments um i know there's the stories that i think it was um lincoln uh where, where he used to write he, he used to get mad at people he'd write these letters like you know i mean let me tell you i told you what to do and like, you're not gonna do it let me tell you how much of a fucking asshole and moron you are and he'd write these letters out and then he would never send it he just put them in his desk drawer and like and he just <laughs> keep doing that and so that at one point, some people found them, they, they read through them, they're like, dude, like, dang, I'm glad you never sent this to, you know, these, <laughs> these people, like, you would have just laid into it. But yeah. I guess earlier in his life, he used to lay into people, he used to write into newspapers and tell people how stupid they were and how dumb they were. And he'd publish these things. And and he learned that that's just not a good thing to be doing. So, um, right. but it's hard, it's tough, you know, it really takes practice and it takes, you know, you know, don't, don't get down on yourself if, you know, the first time you're not quite good at it, just keep practicing, keep getting yeah. Better at it. I know it's hard with family and close friends. You just want to lay into them and tell them how how much they're fucking up or how dumb they are. It's tough. But you know, take that second, you know, take those few seconds. Maybe you walk away for a while. Maybe you leave those you know emails or texts in your until the next day, you know, until you're calmed down a bit. And it's that's really that's one of the key things I think in this book, like you're saying, is that pause and taking that second to to digest, to think, to not respond irrationally and emotionally to things.
1: Yeah. That's good. What are, what are some of the other stuff you liked about it?
0: Um, I, I really like the opening a heart in, in the face of, of fear. Mm. I, I mean, that's just the thing that, you know, a lot of times it's, it's in our head, right? It's like all these stories, we come up with these scenarios. We, we, we yeah. push ourselves through. What, and what that's saying like the only thing really to fear is fear itself. Right. Yeah. Right. There's some other good thing on it, but you know, it's it's nice to like listen through and, and go through the thought process and go through it like especially you know at the end you can always just reference right back to those meditations right at the end of the book there's a separate yeah. like table of contents in the actual book just to right go to those meditations and and just read through it and think through it and and understand like where you know we're, we're, we're so much more capable especially you know in, I mean think if we think about like how we got to this point how you know I got born. The people that came before us had to endure so much. They were the fittest of the fit. They survived. Our genes survived. Their DNA survived. Like, we are capable of so much. And it's, we, we forget. It's easy to forget now. Like, you know, such, such little things throw us off. And we're scared of, you know, these different things. and We think we can't. Do things, and we're not capable. We're not strong enough. I can't. I can't walk anymore. I can't get to the mountain. I can't go four hours without eating. You know, like all these different things that we think about, and it's just in our head. And I really enjoyed that
1: chapter. And the trans or whatever, right? Not exactly what chapter or whatever, but she does mention the story about Mara in her books a lot too. So Mm -hmm. I don't again. Uh, don't quote me if I'm if I'm murdering Buddhism right now uh, please forgive me because I just know nothing about it I read a book and I think I'm an expert so <laughs> um, whatever the case might be but um, the story I guess goes like like whenever Mara comes and Mara is kind of like the antagonist of the of the story or whatever right he's like deception and greed and all these evil things but you know whenever Mara comes like he talks about like oh Buddha just invites Mara in for tea. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I see you Mara. It's like, all right, here, here's your favorite tea. And you just sit down and like, welcome it like with an open heart. And you know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. it's just a, to me, I like these stories because it's kind of like a cute thing. Like you see like good and evil, like sitting down for tea and like evil's trying to be like up to no good. And the good guy's like, "Ah, okay, we'll see you, invite you in, come in, have your favorite cup of tea. We'll talk Mm -hmm. story. And it's like, You know, um to me it's a cute story, but when you actually think about how hard that is to do, like you take your worst fear. I mean, I don't I don't care what it is. I I know a girl out there, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, but she's scared to death of like lizards. Like you put a lizard on, she will like freak the fuck out. But like you try to get her to have tea with a lizard there, like it's just not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. She's gonna run away, she's gonna scream, but like it's so hard to take the thing that you fear the most, right? You're stuck in this trans and like to invite it to come in. And again, this goes back to the whole thing about what this book is, radical acceptance, mm-hmm. right? So like, you know, it's not accepting it because it's gonna, you know, do whatever, but like with an open heart, right? And I guess that's, that's the thing. It's like, you have to have an open heart, be open-minded about it and, you know, face the fear openly, invite it in for tea. I don't know. My work for you.
0: <laughs> you know, and that reminds me of like um, 12, 12 Rules of Life or for Life, whatever it was. Um, and Jordan Pierce was talking about that, that exposure therapy. Like, let's start um, with, with, I'm put the needle on the bookshelf over there. Like, and then it's like, I'm going to bring it a little closer. I'm going to bring it a little closer. And that's what it, like, you know, facing these fears and, you know, yeah. it's, all in, it's all in our heads. It's, you know, whatever reason your friend is scared of a lizard, something must have happened when she was a little kid. And, like, now oh. she's just absolutely terrified of that.
1: Whatever, whatever the case whatever, happen, happen. whatever it was no idea, right? right but if you take it back to Jordan Peterson right like one foot in the darkness right and one foot in the light right yeah you have one foot planted in the light where you feel safe and stuff and then you you step into the darkness and like that's kind of where the balance is and um you know and facing the fear too um, Tara kind of talks about it too I forget what the the um, the the sanctions are for but like you do need a place like of safety, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like be, before you like open yourself to radical acceptance and before you get in there and like, you know, start facing your fears, like you do need something that's, you know, a place that you can feel safe or a person that you feel safe talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes when you open these kind of worms, like there's demons in there, man. It's like yeah. the dragon, you know, like Jordan Peterson again, <laughs> he's <laughs> like you got this dragon it's so big it's like taking your house away and like you're trying to face this right now like you know you kind of you kind of need that and that that to me kind of reminds me of one of the stories that um it's not that i kind of want necessarily want to share it but i i think it's just a very powerful story in this book so for those of you that faint of heart i apologize um it's not that i'm going to explain in a graphic detail just the story itself is just kind of so shocking and mind-blowing if you have um, if children are listening around you, maybe this is yeah, time to pause and come yeah, back yeah, to this. Later. Pause and come back to it later. Um, that kind of stuff. But you know, there's a story in the book, and they talk about this family who's going through therapy. More specifically, the wife and the daughter are going to therapy. Or the the mother and the daughter. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, the mother and the daughter are going to therapy, right? Because the the wife and the husband, right, were either fighting or whatever the case might be, and the husband actually, you know, does unspeakable things to the daughter, right? Molests her, right? Abuses her, you know, sexually. And it's just, you know, again, it, I don't, I'm not sharing the story because I want to. It's just like, if you can imagine what this family went through, right? Like this mom, like feeling like she's a horrible mom because this whole time is happening. Like she she's either none the wiser or you know, I think the daughter said, like, when she got older, the daughter was saying, like, oh, you just got drunk, and lied on the couch, and all this kind of stuff, and it's, like, through my life, you know, know, and all that kind of thing, and, like, you know, it's, like, I, I don't know, I mean, as a parent, like, you know, it's just, like, I'm not a mom, but I'm a parent, and, like, frick, if I was drunk on the couch while my husband or whatever was, you know, doing horrible things to my daughter that I just had no aware of, like, frick, I would feel really crappy as a parent, like, That's just, that's just something you don't ever want. Like that's one of the parents' like worst nightmares. Mm -hmm. The same thing for the daughter. Like how, how do you feel? It's like your mom is downstairs doing nothing and your father of all people, your father at such a young age is just doing unspeakable things to you. And you're just like, wow. Like, you know, when you talk about this book, you know, being radical acceptance, like I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Superman, that reality right there like that's hard for anybody to accept, you know? And then it's just, and that's kind of the thing too, like, you know, Tara talks about, like when you're going to face these things, like, you know, you you need a place of safety or a person that you feel safe around, like to talk to, you know what I mean? And like, no, went you know, enough is enough. It's not, again, this book isn't just about, oh, accepting whatever's going on in your life. Like you want to accept it with, with the heart of a Buddha. Like, you know, you just take it in small bites, you know? But um, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to touch on that story because it is a powerful story in the book. And if these two individuals, right, this mother and this daughter can improve their relationship and get on with life, like it's a really shining example of, you know, the true nature of the human heart and how forgiving it actually can be and how willingness people are to accept even their worst, deepest, darkest fears that have probably tormented them for more than half their lives like, it's crazy and I don't yeah that was the thing about that
0: story the mother finally whatever 20 30 years later was like shit I, I did like that was like she didn't realize it until until that moment was like that was me hiding from the truth and not wanting to know what's happening i was getting drunk and and staying up late and, and you know and, and just sleeping on the couch to 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 hide and whatever was something was happening and, 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 you know, it took her a long time to, and then she started blaming herself. Like I was just a horrible person and stuff. And she had to get through that so that the daughter could get, you know, through her thing. And then in the end, they, they kind of just, you know, embraced and they said, they you know, they kind of broke through the thing saying, you know, I, I understand like mom, you, you did the best you kind of could, you know, even though it was shitty and they just, and they kind of talked their way through it and they came to this, this new place where they both can move on with their life. And I think the mom at one point, she was talking about maybe even killing herself or something like that or whatever. And they had gotten, just gotten past all that stuff. And it's really an amazing yeah, story, get, a shitty
1: thing to yeah. happen. But yeah, it's like, you know, you're, you're like going through all these happy meditations and then like you start reading that chapter. It's like, yeah. make sure you finish that chapter, by the way. Yes, please do. I'll start that chapter and then like, Oh, I'm going to go sleep now. <laughs> yeah, Maybe you might want to finish that chapter. But, but anyway, um, you know it's just it's just one of those things that like wow it's just a it's it's a really like gut-wrenching story and you know for these two individuals to actually you know come to see any kind of light or goodness in the world after that like i think that's really awesome it's really yeah awesome. That, that that is unfortunately uh tragic
0: Beginning, but an amazing ending and it like you're like you're saying it goes to show how much like we are capable of once we accept and we move forward and we take responsibility we take ownership whatever it is for what had happened you know it's in the past but we can move forward now we, we can we can come to a an understanding or whatever it is enlightenment <laughs> to, to move to move forth you know and, and there's another story kind of you know the little girl it's amazing how she can remember this thing but this stuff, thing um it, it was trauma you know the little girl was months old and she was the, the father was pissed off when he came home you know was everything about the baby whatever oh, and right. then he just shoved the baby under the water in the sink and you know and and that that moment shaped that that person's life
1: yeah. for decades yeah this is a different story by the way it's it's completely a different story. story right but but, but it's a show yeah it was just like, wow, like she re- either remembered that or maybe that was what she thought of or right. I don't know. I don't know how, you know, somebody, but maybe it was just traumatizing enough that the brain right. remembered it. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that, yeah,
0: th- those are the things that just happen and and facing them and going through them and bringing yourself up to that fear and, you know, saying we can get through this. I'm strong enough. I, I can do this. I can endure you know, the things in our, and most of us, if you're, if you have the luxury of listening to a podcast, your life is not hard is you know, at all, like, you know, mm-hmm. may, maybe it seems like that, but really, really it's not think about not, not just in our time and the struggles that are happening in other countries and stuff that, you know, but think about your, just your ancestors and what they, what was life like 50 years ago, a hundred years ago when you had to do things, you know, to, to just survive, just to eat. I mean, I, I, I was reading something the other day, you know, a billion people go, you know, tonight when the sun goes down, they do not have light. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's insane to think about, you know, but it's dark, right? 50, yeah, they live in the, there's no, there's no options. There's no choice. If you don't, you can't start a fire or whatever. You'd have no light. You can't turn on the light to finish your homework or to, 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 to read a book, to cook dinner, whatever it is, finish the laundry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's the kind of struggle most of us our great grandparents knew and we can, we can endure a lot. It's not the end. Things go on. If you're broke, poor shit's happening. It, it, There's a light, there's an ending to that. It doesn't, if something happened in the past, you don't have to stay there. Every time you bring that up, you're reliving that moment. You've got to be able to go past that, whatever you got to do. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying any, I'm not discounting it, but you can face that and we can move forward. And, and that to me is one of the things I really liked about this. There's, I've never had nothing like that happen to me.
1: Yeah. Well, I I, and again, I, I think there's a story for everybody in this book. Like, you know, these are just some of the stories that we're sharing, um, you know, that people can relate to. But Tara also does a good job in this book is like, when people know that they're not the only one, Mm -hmm. you know, when they feel like they're not alone, like, you know I mean? the, The examples that we're talking about, like, if you go out and meet somebody else who has a similar experience to you, like, yes, that's shitty for the other person. But like part of you feels like, Hey, you know what? I can relate to you. I'm not alone in this journey. Like, you know, there's another person out there that's had it or that's been through what I've been through that, you know, I could talk to, or that, you know, we can go pray together or we can, you know what I mean? We can meditate together or we can go, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, sometimes your suffering eases when you know that you're not alone. In the suffering right? you know, absolutely it's
0: way there, yeah there's always you know i i know it's it's easy to get into that mindset of like oh you don't understand nobody else is going through this but that's not true everybody everybody has those same thoughts there's people out there the internet is an amazing resource <laughs> to look for groups and different things that people are going through exactly the same thing as you yeah. obviously the details aren't the same but the scenarios are exactly the same mm-hmm. reach out to those things and and, and get there it, it does help there's there's some good research different things like that. We feel better about things when we know, and she talks about this book too, when you just have that feeling of acceptance and you understand me and you've been there, you've gone through that.
1: Um, right. it helps. And it's not saying that you're accepting what's happening to you, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just that you're, you know, accepting the situation for what it is in the present. And I think, I guess that's also one of my favorite chapters. It's more towards the end of the book. I think she should have started the book with this, yeah. but I guess you got to work your way up to it. It's just the whole thing about awareness Mm -hmm. and actually being aware of what's going on. And I guess for me, I kind of learned this skill when I was a security guard. I don't know you too, Tyson, if that's kind of maybe where you started this, you, you were doing that way early in life, but maybe you didn't. I don't know. I can't pinpoint it. But for me, it's just like as a security guard, when you, you know, yeah, we're there for muscle, but you know, we're also there to observe and we're also there to actually make a detailed report. That way, when the police come or when the authorities come, you know, we can describe to them what actually happened, mm-hmm. right? So in that, your awareness has to be on point, right? And your awareness and your storytelling and your reporting has to be in a way that's that's more objective than subjective and what i mean by that is it's not really open to interpretation mm-hmm. Yeah, you know just like for me if you guys are watching this in the mainland um and you don't have any roots or you don't know anything about hawaii if i was like yeah i was one holly guy like <laughs> half the people watching this you may not even know what that is right but you know what i mean like you you can't use slang words or pigeon words that, that are foreign like you actually have to describe what's going on like was it a male or was it a female or did it appear to be male did it appear to be female you know you have to be descriptive what kind of clothes were they wearing you know what kind of car were they driving you know i mean you can't just be like oh it was one sedan like it's a black sedan there's like a million black sedans out there like what what model was it what make was it and this is the part where like you got to be descriptive about what it is you're explaining You know in your report you can't say the guy was mad like how did you know he was mad right you know uh well he was screaming well why don't you say he was screaming because that's a more accurate definition of what's going on yeah so uh, the story of awareness that i like in this book is when she's explaining it to this guy and he's like she's like okay now picture yourself sitting there and then he's like well, I can't help but wonder who's watching me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, you're just trying to be aware of what's going on. He's like, but yeah. who's watching me? Yeah, And it's like, and who's watching that person? It's yeah. like, dude, you're missing the point. Right. Like, it's not about you. It's not about your perceptions of what you think life is or anything like that. Like, it's just about awareness as to what's going on. Like, if I can describe what's in my screen, it's like, there's a couch, right? The couch is brown. I'm wearing a red shirt. You know, there's, there's white, there's white walls. The light is very dim. Like, you know, just being aware of like simple things. You can start with simple things like that, but you know, then you'll start to see deeper things. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, eventually I think, you know, the stories that we're talking about eventually, you know, they start, that girl who got drowned or or whatever, the dad put her under the water, like part of her thing was being aware and then pausing. Like eventually as she grew up, she didn't see her dad as this person who was out to hurt her anymore. Mm -hmm. She saw her dad as somebody who was an injured human being who was hurting. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of when you start with awareness and you start with the simple things and then eventually you can see that, you know, He was just doing something out of anger. He wasn't intentionally hurting her or whatever the case might be. He was an injured human being himself who was acting in the trance, right, of fear or the trance of anger or the trance of unworthiness. And, like, you know, I think getting to that awareness, and maybe that's why it's the last chapter in the book, you know, you'd have to ask her why she put it that way. But, like, when you can get to that point where you don't just see – the person on the outside or the surface, you can actually kind of see, well, you know, what's behind that. Like that's kind of where, where things start to click and where the light kind of turns on. So I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah. I don't really have anything to add to that. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, it's hard and it's shitty. Yeah. Cause you're, I mean, when you're judging yourself, it's difficult. We all we all can. Oh, of you can turn to your neighbor, your friend, your brother. Says, "Let me tell you all the ways they
1: fucking up in life." <laughs> but, it, but but even in doing so, like I for me, I'm my worst critic. Like right. you know, it's like fuck when I fuck up at work. Like it's like damn, yeah. I could have killed somebody today. Right. You, know, it's, you know, you know you go home with that and like it's like, yeah. all right, like did he die? No. It's like, am I going to do that again? No. Do I feel mm-hmm. shitty? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that, but again, this, this whole thing is about being awareness. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, when I have a bad day like that, it's just like, you got to think about what's going on. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's rough. But
0: that's the way it should be. But what seems to be the norm is mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about your situation. Like, man, if Sally was fucking doing her job, I wouldn't have fucked up today. This guy wouldn't have almost died because sh- this people, and, and, and that's really the norm, you know?
1: And, and at least that's what or, it is. Or it, it's like, fuck, I had a rough day. Somebody almost died. Um, I'm not going to go home now. I'm well, go home. I'm off the now. clock. Not my problem. Like. Yeah. Or it's like, fuck, bro. Like I need a drink. Dude. Like, right. I mean, like you need some kind of chemical, you know, imbalance to get over what just happened or, right. you know, but like, these are the things like, again, like getting back to the whole thing, like you were saying, like accepting fear with an open heart, like. You know what I mean, like, Mm -hmm. and and it's tough. And again, I don't know anything about Buddhism, but I, my understanding from what I've read, and you know, mainly this book, is like, it's all about yourself and what you're going through, and like how you can interact with things, and um, you know, and again, I, I, all about this awareness. It's a different part of the book, but yeah, into the whole awareness thing is like, um, Tara talks about using your body. Hmm. It's just like right there. Like, I don't know. It was kind of on cue. Couldn't, uh, couldn't hold that in. But, um, yeah, just like that. It's like, what just happened? Like rewind the track. It's like, but you know, it's like, I felt like I was going to burp, but I'm on camera. So I kind of stopped, but then like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like what, what happened? I felt the gas bubbles from my stomach come up towards my chest, but they stopped, you know, I was able to hold them down, push them back. I had to pause my actions for a little bit. I didn't. I had to focus all my energy for. And I, you know, if the tape didn't blur there, it wasn't there's was a glitch. That was me focusing my energy to stop that burp from coming out because I'm on camera. But see, again, like this is all about awareness. Like using your body. It's like your hand isn't just like this. Isn't just a hand. Like this is an extension of your soul, your spiritualness. Like you know, what I mean, like you can feel your heartbeat. You can feel your you breathing like this is the kind of things like you just pause you stop take a breath in and like again these are all things that will help you start becoming aware of what's going on and you know eventually you practice this and then you can start seeing you know deeper into you know like i said you can see people as injured human beings like it's crazy i don't know i really like this book dude i do not i'm talking about it like, i really like this book um, uh,
0: a, a, I'm glad. B, it, it's fun when you, like you're saying, you start to get to these places when you just um, look at somebody and be like, you're not mad at me. Like, shit's happening in your life. I get it. Like, yeah, And it's not about you. And it's like, you know, the jackass that cuts you off in traffic. Like, you have no idea what's going on in his life. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's, his, 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 he's having a heart attack and, and he's trying to get to the hospital. He's like, I don't know. I, you know, his kids in the back got stung by a bean. It's like I've got to get yeah. to help immediately. Like maybe his maybe, wife's having a baby. Like you right. have no idea what's going oh, on. Right. And, and, and you know the homeless guy on the street, like maybe he's not a drunk fuck up. Maybe shit just went wrong and despite his best efforts, like when you start looking at other human beings as human beings, like and, and, and just think about you know, you know, your life and everybody's like like how how much things you had no control over and it's just luck, whatever you want to call it, that, and, and just say, you know, one choice, one moment, one action, your life could be so different. You know, I know personally, I, it, it, I could easily be in jail. I could easily done a thousand, things. easily be dead. I could easily <laughs> I kill people. You know what I'm saying? One action, one, one left turn, one yeah. centimeter to the right. Like there's so many things that would have just easily gone wrong. You know, mm-hmm. where I was born, I had no control over that. Who my parents I had no control over that stuff, you know? When we have we start to be able to, to detach from this, you know, and look at other people as just damn human beings, regardless of their situation, their skin color, their neighborhood, their education, like whatever. It's just like shit happens, man.
1: Like I get it. Um, and then another interesting thing that, you know, I think is relevant today that Sarah talks about in our book is like people are so busy making cardboard cutouts. Do you remember that part in the book? Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that's like, funny. Damn, like that's legit. Like mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it's like, we're out here to, you know, like, project like an image of me, like, here's my cardboard cutout, right? Look at me. And just start like pinning the merits, like, it's like, valedictorian, this is random, right? Like, it's it's like, he's like, employee of the month or, you know, whatever. Like, we're so Mm -hmm. good at that. Like, just making a cardboard cutout of ourselves to like, appear better than who we actually are or. Something that we can hide behind, so that we don't have to show people that we're humans or we're vulnerable. It's like, no, no, this is me—the cardboard cutout. Like, I don't know, man. It's just—it's yeah. kind of crazy. It, it's a—it's a—it's a good way to end end
0: the chapter and you know, bringing it all together. It, I think, like you're saying, I think it starts there, but we've got to get there. Once you get to that self awareness, once you get to that place, when you can start. I hate to say judging yourself, but for lack of a better word, you know.
1: No, again, it's just being aware of right. what's going on and what's internal. Like, yeah. you know, and being okay mind, with it. Never mind the cardboard cutout that you're trying yeah. to make because you want to impress your friends, um, you know, with your accomplishments or because you have to do all of this. Like, just get down to it. Like, we are human beings. Like, you know, we are vulnerable. Like, it doesn't matter how much you try to hide that fact. doesn't matter you know, um, you know what you did in your life or how much you've accomplished, like you're still a human being, you're still vulnerable. And just like Tyson said, like, if we're out here and like, you're saying this, like, we're not flawed. Like those people who are watching this, like, or you know somebody who knows me personally, like I'm very flawed. I have a lot of flaws, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just I accept them for what they are. And I, you know, that it, that is what it is. And that's part of my strength. Unfortunately, it's kind of weird how that works. I don't know yeah
0: it's it, it's tough it's good it's, it's fun it's good stuff uh i think people respect you more um when you're able to admit that stuff and 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 bring that forward in your life yes. um but the, the it, it's a it's a it's a long road it's it's a it's a journey it's yep it takes time you're you know maybe maybe once this week you do it twice next week you do it and then three times a week after, and then next thing you know it's every other day, and next thing you know it's every day, yeah. and next thing you know like you're just nailing it, and it might take six months, it might take six years it doesn't matter like yes. as long as you know you're're you're, you're going in the direction, you're moving forward, you're getting better this is what this is what the show's about, like you know giving you ideas, giving you information, giving you things and thoughts to take your life in the direction you want to head, regardless of whatever's happening now or what has happened, you can change. You can choose today. I'm going to do different. I'm going to do better. I'm going to stop doing X, Y, whatever it is. That's it right there. Like having the information and knowing that others are around you to to either relate with you, sympathize, empathize, help you through it. That's what it's about. Just moving forward every day, getting that 1% better, whether it's yearly, monthly, monthly, weekly, daily, quarterly, it doesn't matter. As long as you're getting better and you're moving in a direction.
1: Yeah, awesome. Right. Anything else about this book, my friend? No, nah, man, I just, I really like it. It's a very really yeah. approach for me. Um, and that's what I like about it. That's awesome. And, and you know, along
0: this theme, you know, we, we like to have, have giveaways, stuff like, this things that come up like this like we're talking about things that help improve our life help us grow help us on our journey all kinds of different things i mean we've we've had you know supplements to to um masterminds to all these different things that we, we've partnered with and we we've, we've got out there books and 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 all these things that we try to gather we want to give you guys um whether it's just one person or it's a group of people we you know we want to help we want to give stuff to accelerate you and there's you know to help with you know, either it's awareness or excuses, whatever it is, go over to socialcommunity.show slash pick me, see what we got going on right now, this month, enter to win, or at least check out the product, go ahead and get into it, whatever it is. If you know something that we should be checking out or looking into, let us know, we'll, we'll give it a whirl. And then um, for everything, I'll link to this book, if you're interested in getting this book. Um, like I said, probably 50 times this episode, I think, um, extreme ownership is is a similar concept from a different lens more of a tactical lens if you're interested in that tactical maybe side maybe a little less of um, this Buddhist type thing um, i think, you know I'll link that as well I think these two go hand in hand um, as companions but if you don't like this style I think that same message is there as well as um some good meditations I will link she's got a lot of great stuff out there um yeah, for does. free, I will link to some of the things that um, I found with her, as well as uh, Sam Harris has a, a um, meditation app called Waking Up. And I've talked about it before. It's a great app, it's along this line, it's this type of thing she's talking about. Um, they kind of run in the same circle there. If you're interested in that, I will link to that. Um, anything else you think of, Ransom? No, that's good, man. That's and good. then this week's challenge to pause. To think. Give yourself a moment. Take a breath. Don't react on emotion, perceived slights, or whatever it is that you're feeling. Give yourself that chance to pause.
1: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, and you know, and just taking into our final thoughts, right? The show is always about awareness. So, you know, this book is about acceptance, but. More importantly, you have to be aware of things, you know? Be aware of what's going on in your body. Are you breathing right now? Is your heart beating? Can you feel your pulse? Then take a look, what are you thinking? You thinking about the laundry? Thinking about what's for lunch? You know? And then look at other people and just kind of see, I don't know what's going on with them. What would cause somebody to do that? You know, just bring awareness.
0: So yes, and if you know somebody that could could use this, or you want to uh, give them, you know, you guys team up, you guys read this together, discuss it, whatever. it is, share this with people this is the best way to help the show uh, reach more people. Is to share it. Um, if you enjoy what we're doing, uh, you can leave a like. Uh, you can leave a review, good or bad, doesn't matter. We like the feedback. We want to know what's going on um in between shows you can connect with us all week long at the social community show on facebook instagram and twitter you can subscribe to the youtube version of this or on your favorite podcast app um and for past episodes and links everything we talk about you can visit the socialchameleon.show and until next time keep learning keep growing and keep transforming into the person you want to become